Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Now I feel like spring is on the way and while we can all enjoy the longer evenings and the warmer weather if you suffer from seasonal allergies you're probably dreading the next few months but don't worry help is at hand Dr. Easelt Sheehan yes that's right (laughs) is from Allergy Ireland and she's here for a Mind Yourself Now special Good morning Easelt Hi Dave how are things? I'm good I don't suffer from seasonal allergies so I'm probably doing better than a lot of people who are listening now but there are people of course who do and it's a tough time of the year Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking at probably about one in four people in Ireland actually suffering from allergies, whether they be sort of seasonal or perennial. And we're probably about to see this pollen count kick off shortly enough. Mm. So from about the beginning of March, and that might go all the way through to September, depending on whether it's tree pollen, grass pollen or weed pollen. And given the work that you do, I mean, we're amazing, us humans and what we've done throughout the centuries to alleviate, you know, disease and illnesses and all manner of things. But the allergies, like there's lots you can do, but it's also not something that's going to have some kind of immediate and easy cure. I mean, eventually, maybe when we map the human genome and we can program it out of ourselves, it might happen. But for the moment, we are (laughs) faced with having to just simply be reactive and treat it, aren't we? Yeah. So, I mean, there's being reactive to your symptoms, then there's sort of trying to be a little more preventative. Mm. So starting your treatment plan earlier. But there are some more long-term options and immunotherapy and and light therapy into the nose. And they're good ways to try and, I suppose, nearly like vaccinate yourself to what you're against, what you're allergic to. So they are a, a bit more effective. So maybe... We'll see more and more of that, I suppose, I'm hoping in the future. Okay, well, let's go then to the realities of what some of our listeners will face into in the coming weeks as the pollen count kind of shoots off over the charts and we have, they have to deal with it. I mean, you said you can almost be preventative. Can you begin things now at this point ahead of the season to do things or do you wait? Yeah, so, I mean, ideally you would have an allergy test so you know what you're allergic to because um, tree pollen is released around March, April time whereas grass pollen, May to about July, and then weed pollen after that. Hmm. So if you knew what season was worse for you, ideally you want to start a treatment plan a little bit before that without having an allergy test, because obviously that's not always available for people. Just base it on when your symptoms get bad. So if your symptoms do tend to get bad around March, April time, definitely getting a bit of a plan in place before that. So around now, basically would be would be the best plan to try and at least eliminate some of those symptoms you might still experience flare-ups but then you can have a flare-up plan in place you know with your gp gotcha and what what would the preventative steps be then what should you be doing around this time if, it, if you are one of those early uh, pollen sufferers yeah so um i suppose firstly keep an eye on the pollen count so at least you know when it's about to kick off mm. but outside of that For some people, starting an antihistamine, just over-the-counter antihistamine will be the way to go. And that's something that you would take daily through the season. You might want to just double-check with the pharmacist and make sure you're taking the correct one and correct dosing, you know. And same goes for children, too. I mean, there are um, antihistamine liquids as well that they can use. And are there any kind Um, of, sorry, are there any side effects from taking an antihistamine on a regular basis? So if you're just doing it for, well, I suppose, sorry, I should start by saying there are the older types of antihistamines would have um, made people quite drowsy. Fortunately, the newer version of antihistamines that are available now 
are non-drowsy mm. ones. So if, especially if you're just using it for a period of the year, so it may be, you know, two or three months, it may be six months of the year, really there should be no, no side effects, particularly with the over-the-counter medications. I would just say occasionally, and this has happened to my son, funny enough, the most non-drowsy, lowest dose antihistamine can actually make some people drowsy. So it's no harm maybe to check it out at a weekend when you're not sort of about to head into work or yes. prep or, um, you know, or school, I suppose, um, just so that you don't get caught out. That's a good idea, yeah. Okay, so the antihistamine is one. Is there anything else you can do beforehand? Yeah, so there are there are some over-the-counter nasal sprays, but basically I would say if an antihistamine on its own hasn't been enough in the past, then I would actually recommend checking in with your GP or if possible with an allergy doctor because really you want to tailor a plan mm. to cover sort of what your main symptoms tend to be because everyone's going to be a little different. Some people will experience more sort of like the itchy, uh, sneezy eye sort of um, irritated eye symptoms where others it's more like sinus pressure and headaches, those type of symptoms. Um, so it would be no harm to, to check in with your doctor because... There are a lot of prescribed medications that would be great to start right now as well. So topicals or different types of nasal sprays and drops, but also there are some tablet form of medications as well that can be used. And do life stages play any effect on this? I mean, do younger people suffer differently than people in, in their midlife or elderly people or, I don't know, say, for example, pregnant people? Like, are, are, there, are there different kind of effects that can, that can happen based on what else is going on in your life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, allergies or um, allergic rhinitis can affect people from sort of, you know, maybe toddler age all the way up through um, to elderly age group. But there are definitely times in your life when you're a little more vulnerable. Um, and you mentioned sort of pregnancy or I suppose thinking about hormones, you know, we do find puberty can allow symptoms to get a little bit of out of hand same in pregnancy and um, perimenopausal time for women as well can be quite a, a tough time with allergic rhinitis and sinus symptoms outside of that you know sometimes it's hard to know and we don't know why but you can just have a couple of years where your symptoms just get a little bit right. out of hand yeah well, I mean because um, all, all the yeah. situations you mentioned there as if there isn't enough going on whether you're you know <laughs> going through puberty you're pregnant or you're perimenopause like you, you know you just need a bit of rhinitis on top of all of that just to make sure we keep you in check <laughs> really unfair. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I genuinely mean this as, as someone who doesn't suffer from it, it. It kind of seems maybe sometimes easy to dismiss, but knowing people who do and knowing them quite well, it is. It can be quite debilitating. Any kind of uh, serious allergy. Yeah. I mean, look, some people will experience mild symptoms. And so, you know, it might be a couple of days a year, they're sneezing and have a runny nose. But for others, it, it really is, like you said, it can be very debilitating, like your sleep is affected, your concentration. I mean, even like there have been studies to show that your mood can be affected by it as well. Mm. And then I suppose the worst part is just, I mean, if you sort of have the feeling of not wanting to go outdoors because it doesn't feel like it's worth it. And that's especially awful if it's young kids and, you know, they're sort of not going out and playing sports and things like that, that they would have normally done. Um, yeah. So again, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's really worth making sure to check in um, with your doctor or, um, like I said, if possible, an allergy doctor so that you have a really good tailored plan. You mentioned things like immunotherapy earlier on. What are the alternative uh, to just simply, you know, medication and the other things you've mentioned so far? You, uh, immunotherapy and did you say rhinolite is another one? Yeah, rhinolite, so light therapy as well. So 
Um, immunotherapy is we have it for a couple of allergens in Ireland so we have it for pollen or sorry grass pollen I should say tree pollens and dust mite and that's where you give like it's a little wafer like tablet that has whatever you're allergic to in it so say grass pollen you it dissolves under your tongue you take it every day over a three to five year period so it is a long treatment mm -hmm. but you gradually build up a tolerance or like like I sort of mentioned I think before like a, it's like a vaccination sort of to what you're allergic to yeah and it's a safe and it's a particularly effective treatment actually for children and for young adults right um 89 effective which is fairly good as treatments go that um, really is and yeah then, yeah and then sorry you mentioned rhinolite as well so <laughs> That's basically a UV light treatment into the nose. So that was sort of initially developed to, to treat skin conditions like psoriasis and eczema and things like that. But now it's used also into the nose. The idea being that it targets the allergic cells or those reactive cells in the nose causing symptoms. So you're trying to desensitize your nose basically. Gotcha. And again, that's probably less age dependent, but again, an effective treatment. So they're, they're being used a lot in Ireland, but definitely not as much as we should be using these treatments. They're, okay. they're available to patients. Yeah, I mean that's and like the, the relief that that can have, uh, as you said, over a long period of time can be absolutely amazing. Uh, Dr. Easel Sheen, yeah. we could talk to you all day, but we have to call it there. Thank <laughs> you so much for talking to us, Dr. Easel Sheen is the allergy specialist with Allergy Ireland. Thanks as always. Thanks a million. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from nine a.m. today.